0: And Kiss on My List. Do you know, I really have to dig quite deep to find appropriate tracks of music to put on just before my next guest. (laughs) Cruzanne, thank you very much for coming in today. How are you? I'm very well. It's actually
1: a really beautiful day outside. It's really warm. It's gotten muggy again which yeah. I'm feeling disappointed about because I grabbed my winter woolies and now I feel sick at the sight of them because it's actually gotten hot again. But it's I actually know. a beautiful day outside. You can see Lion Rock, it's all gorgeous. It's, it's like really clear nice. today. I just like it when there's no
0: humidity, yep. which is really nice. Yep. So, so anyway, nice to have you here. And um, we did put on whole notes, which is Kiss on My List, which was appropriate for you because you are talking to-do lists. We're talking to-do lists. Mm, I've been intrigued. Are, you, I, do you, are you a to-do list person? Absolutely. Oh, okay. my goodness.
1: Uh-huh. I think I spend seventy percent of my working day <laughs> rewriting yeah. my to-do list.
0: But isn't there satisfaction? I love crossing it out. I love ticking it.
1: I love seeing. So that do you do? Progress. Which do you do? Which do you do? Because I've got some statistics on this. Okay. They say that more most people, when you've got your to-do list, when you've eliminated an item, what do you do? Do you cross it? I do both. You do actually. both. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, so they say that a sixty-six percent cross off the tasks, 21% check them off, 4% write an X, and 5% do nothing at all. Mm. They they must have a very unsatisfying... That gives me anxiety. (laughs) That gives me anxiety. Doesn't it? (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're talking about to-do lists, and I think most of us would do them. I think it's about 96% 96 of people say that lives are better with to-do lists, and 89% say they enjoy making lists, and 28% identify as obsessive list makers, and I... I don't think I intend to be an obsessive list maker, but I am an obsessive list maker. Yeah. Because super. I'm terribly organ- unorganized. I'm not an organized person. This show is always on my to-do list. It's in okay. it's on a side list of like, you know, I've got my a subset list. It's a subset it's list. A subset list. Have. Okay. I have a subset list and my audio <laughs> column is on my subset list all the time, every week. Okay. And I just carry it just gets carried over, right? But of course, um the to-do list is an incredible thing that we we tend to we tend to have. And um if you, you know, the fact is that Almost all of us struggle with getting stuff done, mm-hmm. even if you know it's a perception right getting stuff done, and some of us struggle with the stage before that, which is knowing what you have to get done and of course, the to do list in theory is an answer it's this time honored system that's very beautiful and simple. you know you just write a list and you check the items off the list, you do the things mm-hmm. and um but interestingly, um that's not actually entirely solved by a to-do list and why is it that a to-do list is satisfactory? So um, they say that our love of to-do lists comes down to three main reasons. Mm -hmm. One, they dampen anxiety about the chaos of life. They're like a little mini plan, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you've mm-hmm. got something. Yeah, I you know, understand that. Yeah, a bit Absolutely. of a mini plan. They give us structure and a plan that we can stick to, which yeah. I suppose they do. Yeah. Um, and they are proof of what we have achieved that day, week or month. So Absolutely. they're like a little record of, oh, I did the things. Yeah. Look at me, it's I'm so grown up and clever. satisfaction in doing that, seriously. Absolutely. But, I mean, interestingly, if you think about it, because we're quite selective in what we do put on a to-do list because mm-hmm. all of us have more to do. Well, then we put on a to-do Sometimes
0: list. I put more on there just so that I can have the satisfaction of knowing that I've
1: crossed a lot more things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even kind of Do you general. put things on the list that you've already done? Sometimes, yes. yes. Yep. If I want to make myself
1: feel better about yes. yes. it. Yep. Yes. See, I, I used to do, do that. that and then I had an infant and now <laughs> I'm always on the back foot and I've never done any of the things. But apparently um there's a book called Willpower: Rediscovering the Greatest Human Strengths. Um, it's all about willpower and a report by a social, social psychologist in that book says that on average, a typical person has at least 150 different tasks at a time that we probably need to do. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, and I don't want to cause ourselves or our listeners anxiety you do if it's not if it's applying for insurance getting petrol topping paying a bill deworming your dog like we all have loads loads and loads but we just can't do it all in one day it would be physically impossible and of course um one trap that we all fall into consistently is just trying to put down all the big things and the best way to actually overcome that huge elephant of a task is to be a lot more uh, achievable and bite-sized in the blocks of the tasks we do so no one should have a to-do list that reads write my novel you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. if you, you're not going to achieve that are you on a yeah. to-do list on a monday morning you might have one chapter on yeah that. well that's yeah. what they say you know write down outline the first chapter of my novel which is a lot friendlier and stands a much more you know higher chance of being done mm-hmm. but it's interesting if we think about lists in general why we find them satisfying because of course we live in a listical age if you look at every website even newspapers now it's top five top ten top three five great ways to do this do that right it's mm-hmm. people are trying to I think the internet has caused us to to try and create bite-sized digestible pieces of information but of course why do we like um, why do we like lists well interestingly when we talk about lists people tend to remember the first thing on a list mm-hmm. and they tend to remember the last thing on the list because that's how our brains are wired um, of course people will also the human brain is automatically structured things in list form we do tend to prioritize things where we think about them of course we have a limited attention span and our attention span is only shortening at the moment as well so of course um, and of course we're attracted to novelty so if you have shorter lists of things there's something kind of like those are important things they must be interesting things that's why we've made a list of them so that's why that list is compelling as well um of course People are very good at grouping random things together. That's part of what we do. We like to just think of things in categories as well. Our brains work that way. And lists tend to fit the way we tend to read. So, of course, um, with the age of the internet, most people read, uh, like, for example, web pages in an F pattern, mm-hmm. like the letter F. So you go, yes. you skim down and yes. then you go across, yes. right? my lists do look like that. And a list looks like that, right. right? So, I mean, it works with the way that we're reading all the time now. Um, and, of course, um, so, yeah, so, so lists have all these different those these different reasons that we we find them compelling to us but I think there's also an idea that we need to be better at completing things on a list because mm-hmm. a to-do list can be a recipe for self-induced anxiety if we just let it go and go and go and go and have you ever had um I have this very badly <coughs> that feeling it's an intrusive kind of pestering feeling from uncompleted tasks and unmet goals hanging in your mind so things like i should have done that i could have done that why didn't yeah. i do that then yeah. i still gotta do that i've just carried that over on my to-do list for six months whatever it is that's called the um zygonic effect after after the psychologist who coined the term right so what they say is that's that's the zygonic effect that kind of oh my god i've got this huge list in my brain all the time and i'm not getting through it now the logical response to cure the zygonic effect you would think would be to just finish the tasks and meet the goals I just uh-huh. get through the list right. and this horrible feeling of uncompleteness will disappear right but studies have shown that the zygonek effect is actually the unconscious the unconscious mind asking the conscious mind to make a plan as opposed to the conscious mind actually getting off its backside and doing the tasks mm-hmm. so the Zeigarnik effect is saying you need to have a plan it's not saying you need to finish everything but we interpret it as you need to finish everything so as a result of this It shows that writing down a plan is so important for us and how we feel and how we tackle our day. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, you know, if you you create this ridiculous huge list of things, the average, the way our working memory works is we can only hold probably seven things in our minds at any one time. And those things could be like a list of objects, a list of names, um, even seven sentences. But as long as our brain can categorize them as things, it can Mm -hmm. kind of hold about seven, maybe plus or minus a little bit, right? Right. So it's not a very, seven things, not a lot it's really. not a lot That's and right. i think we're probably you know to take some pressure off yourself if you're writing a huge to-do list that a mine will easily have 30 items if i sit down yeah. and do them properly i
0: suppose it's also a matter of procrastination you kind of move those things down the list a little bit because you think oh no i can't deal with that <laughs> absolutely. one. absolutely or you just... put
1: something on the top of the list often we're putting the most compelling, worrying, important thing at the top of the list, but that might not be the easiest one to complete, right? Mm -hmm. So then you're just you kind of setting yourself up for failure, if number one is right or not. I'm quite synchronised (laughs) about you Do you do a daily list or a weekly list? I do,
0: almost like I have a weekly list, and then sometimes if I know I've got pressure and I've got things to do, I just do a daily list, and it might be just a scrap of Mm. paper lying Mm. around where I just think, right, okay, I need to do this. Even the food, if I'm cooking something, right, I need to do this. So, yeah,
1: it's a bit obsessive. No, I don't think it's obsessive. And do you do it with a pen and paper? Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, I still do. I'm still a huge... Not on, not on my telephone. No, I don't think it has the same satisfaction. No. And, and they, they've shown that. They've shown... Yeah. I've done audio columns in the past on handwriting and note-taking. Yeah. And it does show that we have a connection between writing something no, no. down and how Definitely. we think. Definitely. Because it doesn't... I just don't think... There's lots of to-do apps, and I've tried them. Mm-hmm. And you get a little bing 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 in the morning like here's your to-do list that you should i'm like this isn't satisfying no it's not satisfying a, you need to, a
0: physical sort of pen to be able to and you get great satisfaction after just crossing yeah, something yeah, off really see, digging so. into it like <laughs> putting it into until
1: like it's done i don't have to do it again um but i've got some tips mm-hmm. for how we can improve our to-do list making which is i thought was good this is my last column of the year so mm-hmm. i guess it's, it's going to be the it's new good year timing it's it's good timing about. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah, you know actually i have to say Christmas is terrible for lists because then you suddenly have gift lists and you know, Christmas present lists and to do lists. So do do you
0: put your lists onto, do you have a notebook with all your lists
1: or do you just use a scrap of paper? I use a scrap of paper. I have a pad of scraps of paper that I tend to use and otherwise I also handwrite them and then retype them in WhatsApp and then message them to my husband as notes for myself. You don't take a picture of them? and (laughs) No, no, I just like, just write them out. interesting. Yeah, and like, here's my to-do list for myself. And I always think that's like a little nod to be like, anything on there you fancy doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to have a look at this? Um, which is interesting, because if he ever does the same to me, I just want to ignore it. Like, I don't yeah. want to... Because don't, you've got don't too add to mine. Yourself. Don't add yeah. to my list, you know. Yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about some ways that you can improve your list-making. Um, firstly, make more specific, actionable plans. So that seems pretty pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. right? Don't write, write a novel. Say, outline the first chapter of my novel. Um, at the same time, don't micromanage your tasks. So, um, you know, use your... If you're going to feel locked into what you've got to do, don't try and micromanage it. Keep it in keep it in bite-sized chunks. Um, give yourself earlier deadlines. So if it's, it's I, I, one thing I love, which is I've always removed from list making. Someone once said to me, if something's going to take you less than two minutes, do it right now. Mm-hmm. And that has changed my life. I'm going to pass that advice on. If, something if something's going to take you less than two minutes, okay. do it right now okay so if it's but do you put it on your to-do list though. i don't i don't i just do it okay. so if it's like oh i've got to you put know the garbage I've, out or take, something. Yeah, yeah take the rubbish out yeah. or make a quick phone call or like send that email or whatever it is if it's going to take me less than and two minutes is a short amount of time so it has to be a really small task mm-hmm. just do it now and that 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 tends to help so like that frees up my to-do list with the little thing it takes me take me two minutes to write it on my to-do list okay. um Of course, um, the other thing is to, this one I really like, which is accomplish one relatively significant task before lunch. Okay. Okay, so that means that um you know when you get in in the morning and I guess you have to kind of be a morning person to do this if you rock up into your place of work yeah, at 11:45 yeah. you're not going to have a whole lot of time to do something significant before before lunch. Right. Um that way you're obviously going to have a much more relaxing lunch break and you're going to have a bit more less pressure off you so in the afternoon. setting day. you up for the day. Yeah, then, and it gives you a that? sense of accomplishment if you've done something before lunch, you know, with those they say your brain's sharpest for the first 5 hours after you wake up. So, you know, utilize it. Accomplish <laughs> something relatively significant before lunch. Um of course, um break down your large projects. Um, So just again, just trying to give yourself bite-sized chunks, Uh, separate the list. So, um, you know, try not to put everything on the same list. So I tend to do this, I tend to say, okay, here's my home admin. Yeah, categorise it. So like if I've got to do actual work work, I've got this, I've got correspondence to do with my work, that's on another list. If I've got, you know, administration to do with my work, that's on another (laughs) list. But it does mean that you can sometimes, you know, you've got 20 minutes you can work through little bits of a list rather than one huge huge list. I guess it takes a different frame of mind I'd
0: almost even I sometimes even put timings in there I always say I always write like you know 10 o'clock to 11 do this Eleven to eleven fifteen have a bit of a coffee break. Yeah, it's just because I used to
1: do revision and stuff like that. You see, you see, I think that's. I always think about that because that was exactly what I did when I was when I was revising for exam. And I stuck to it. Yeah, and it makes it it makes a huge difference. Literally breaking it down to that. And even now, when my husband comes home and he said a stressful day at work, I actually get put on my like seventeen year old GCSEs hat and be like, right, let's sit down, and we'll work out when you're going to have a coffee at work today and when Mm. you're going to do ABC because Mm. even though it seems like a very um i mean i think that's something people forget about exams and people who
0: don't do that i think it is quite it's all about time management isn't it that's what it's all Mm -hmm. about
1: oh that's interesting all yeah. right so i'm, also, I'm no, not so no 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 i would anything. do the same thing okay, cool. and give yourself a little little like a little window for those breaks i think yeah. it makes things into a much more bite-sized chunks as opposed to being i've got nine hours and ahead of me how about rewards
0: at the end of certain <laughs> sessions like you know you think okay i'm gonna have, i'm gonna yeah, do all sure. these
1: five things then i'm gonna go and
0: have a coffee break with a chocolate biscuit yeah yeah exactly that's your reward. exactly
1: exactly i think that's a, it's a good <laughs> way of doing it but absolutely i also would recommend not doing 150 tasks on the one piece of paper <laughs> Even though we have them there, so yeah, breaking it down for the okay. week, I think is quite good. I sometimes do my list for the next day at the end of the day I'm on, so yeah. I know that I'm going to go to that one yep, too. That makes sense. Um, they also say uh, avoid the email black hole. So when you when you do have a to do list, our emails are super distracting. In fact, the internet is just super distracting because it contains everything in the whole wide world ever. Mm. So <laughs> I think you know to try and do all that stuff without looking at your emails and stuff first. Can be a really beneficial thing, and mm-hmm. don't think of try not to use it they say try not to use your email inbox like a to do list, which I also try to do. you know if mm, I've got emails I need yeah. to action, I try not to just work through them there. I try to pull off what I need to do into a to do list and then go back into my emails to find what I need to respond to. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that works for everyone, I'm just saying otherwise I would just be reading emails for twelve yeah, hours. I' just a day. probably
0: put the list on my piece
1: of paper to say deal with that
0: email, deal with this email. Exactly, exactly, that. that's I'd what i do too. Do but
1: yeah, so these are a couple of ideas for how you can, you know, you can start to build, plan mm-hmm. your to-do list. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of quotes we can finish on today as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is um, from Patty Dig, who um who, who wrote a book called Four World Word Self-Help, Simple Wisdom for Complex Lives, which sounds like a book I would never read, but I like this <laughs> quote. It said, sometimes our stop-doing list needs to be bigger than our to-do list. Yeah. Which I think is is quite true. Actually, I think I've had I've had lists like this in the past. Don't do this anymore. Do not act like this. A bad habit list. Really, a bad habit it? list. Yeah, yeah. Um, that we need reminding about. And the other one is by write, a writer A. D. Posey, who said every day's to do list should be one: listen, two: trust, three: do. Which I thought was also listen, very nice. Listen, trust, do. do.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, which I like. Makes that. sense. Yeah, like that's good. So, yeah, so that's lists. I've learned so much from that. That's great. No, but you know what I've learned more, more than anything else is that it's not abnormal to do them. Because no, I remember when all. my kids were small and I, I was away, say, I went over to visit in-laws and things like that. And I was leaving the kids with somebody. And I would put this uh, list up on the fridge to say okay at 2:20 at 2:30 the kids need to have their little snack and then they have to do this mm-hmm, and they have to do mm-hmm. that and then and then I'd write down exactly what they were going to eat for dinner and and I'd just do it because I thought it would just help the people who were looking after them but then I remember people came to visit and then they saw this list on the fridge and they all had a real laugh and they thought oh my goodness so funny <laughs> that she's got everything written down but but I just thought is that abnormal is that weird but it was more that it just gave me the satisfaction to know that that list is there. Somebody else can follow that list. But obviously, if you don't do lists, then it's a bit of an odd thing. But
1: I think most people, in a way, do a list. I think it's just when you write down a to-do list. And 83% of people still say they prefer the tactile experience of writing out your list. And I think also as women, especially as mums, we carry a huge mental load. Mm. And sometimes it's very tiring to just have that in your brain on cycles all the time. You have mm-hmm. to get it down and put it out because otherwise how is is someone going to sit down and ask you for the information? Because as I said, you can only remember seven things at a time. Yeah, and No,
0: I think it's a fantastic idea. I yeah. think.
1: I'm going to stick to it. I like and I would lists. encourage it across yes. the board in terms yes. of
0: people just doing it because it changes your life. It, it does. Really does. And
1: you know what? I also love, um, have you ever found
0: old to-do lists? Yes. Yeah, like yes, really old
1: like I really have a, I have really a diary old. with
0: lots of lists in that, which I made ages and ages ago right so I look back and I'm like, oh I did that oh yeah. that's quite good Yeah, <laughs> like, that was a
1: really busy day yeah. <laughs> and I find that so. it's also like this little glimpse of like a really mm. authentic yeah. moment in time good. if you find we a really really we'll have to really sit down list. and compare
0: list one, yeah. one of these days <laughs> yeah, we will. and just look at and, and just be satisfied from what we're learning sounds about sounds like a good, great idea listen Chris thank you so much for coming in and have a lovely Christmas and what you. have you got lined up anything uh, lots of family done time. all your shopping
1: um, um, no. <laughs> I've decided just not to this year, really. I'm just okay. going to give people socks and okay. chocolates.
0: All right, that's fair <laughs> enough. I think
1: probably that's the best bet anyway, to
0: tell you the truth, yeah. because, you know, half the presents seem to get tucked away somewhere and people don't really want to know about them. Mm-hmm. But um, just tell me before you leave, what kind of um, list... Am I on your list today?
1: But you were you, you were, were. you were. And um, what kind of list are you working on at this very moment? Just a quick one. Oh, gosh, it's just Christmas. It's um, I've got, um, like... Uh, buy chocolates for colleagues. Buy different chocolates for different colleagues, and buy chocolates for husbands' colleagues. That's the current. My, that's but my afternoon list. But the question is: Is
0: there anything there saying buy chocolates for myself? No,
1: but I'll add that to the list. I just think, <laughs> I, no, I don't want a record of that. I'm not putting on the list. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another thing, isn't it? Is there? Are, there are some things that you actually keep in your mind, and you're not going to mention because these are kind of top secret things, which yes. nobody yeah. really yeah. needs. to A know lot
1: of that. people writing code and lists. Apparently, yeah. I cool. found that. Yeah, that's true.
0: Well, that's a whole mm. new it's a whole topic new thing. in itself. Code writing. Oh, okay, putting Chris. that on my
1: list of topics for the have, new year
0: <laughs> have a lovely Christmas and I hope to see you again once we're through Christmas Fantastic. on the new year take care, us, then adios.